0: right welcome back to serious series of utmost importance the series i'm one host here tom and i'm another host (laughs) Neil. well digerineal what are we talking about today today our series is a series of bad accents right now uh this is a bit of a leprechaun for
1: in honor of St. Patrick's Day. Accents are tricky. What would be considered like a racist accent? <laughs> Look, as long as it's a, if, as
0: long as it's an accent of a white person, you're good.
1: Hey, I'm recording a podcast here. <laughs>
0: All right, so we are talking today about at least one of my favorite bands the last 10 years or so, Tame Impala.
1: Well, wait, let's introduce our show first. What do we do here? Oh, we talk about
0: the latest in celebrity gossip. And also we, you know, every Saturday we were post a review on um everything that happened in TMZ for the week. That's right. It's your
1: favorite show that groups anything into a series. Yeah. <laughs> um and Paula, Who are they? Uh well, is that a is that a rhetorical question?
0: Or do you want me to answer that?
1: No, no, it's a rhetorical question. This is a podcast oh. where we pose philosophical questions that our listeners can answer on their own after a contemplation. Oh, I contemplation.
0: forgot. All right. Let's pause for listener to think and respond, <laughs> and go to a different podcast. Well, hope you had enough time to respond, there, <laughs> listeners. Uh, yeah, as you you're right, exactly. Tame Impala is an indie band from Perth, Australia, um, which is a city on the west coast of Australia, which That's always great. fascinated me. Really, like most. Yeah, well, Australia, most of it's on the east, and then there's a giant desert in the middle of it where there's nothing there, and then there's Perth, and I think that's pretty much it on the west coast.
1: Now, are there are there like impalas there? There, I mean, there's Chevy impalas. There's kangaroos. <laughs> I and guess wombats. Where where are impalas native to? I actually don't know this. I think they're African antelopes, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's a good
0: that is definitely a good question. Tame and Paula is definitely an interesting band name. So I remember when when they first came out telling people about the band. Um, you got a lot of weird looks. But like, as any band name got like a A good band name should be weird and kind of obscure, in my opinion. Unless you're a band from the 60s and then you had, like, the first choice of all the good band names. That's true.
1: I'm trying to think, is there, I wonder if there's, like, a a cool story behind the name, but I'm not sure. All the things online seem to say it's just a reference to uh, an African animal. Oh, he did did an interview, Kevin Parker. Oh, it's from an AMA on Reddit. Ah. So someone asked um what's the name Tame impala about and he says the name Tame impala is just a reference to the african animal really from a perspective of coming into contact with a live one one that you'd come across in nature and having this real brief unspoken moment but with some level of communication between yourself and this wild animal then the next minute it's gone returning to where it came from so Tame, Tame impala is about doing reason. drugs i think <laughs> yeah
0: It's also kind of a cool sounding band name. Yeah, no, it's definitely a really good name. when you think about it, it
1: means nothing. I I didn't know they were... Uh, he, well, so it's, it's not really a they, right? It's basically just Kevin Parker's project?
0: Yeah, so Ke- it's basically Kevin Parker. I mean, I think there's always a touring band mm-hmm. that's probably the same group of people and probably some of the recording... Band members are similar, but I think he actually records a lot of the instruments himself. I think himself. so
1: too. Like, sort of like, um, did you ever listen to Coconut Records back in the day? Yeah, yeah. Jason Schwartzman Jason just recording all the different parts. I think that's sort of what right. Kevin Parker does for each Tame Impala album.
0: Or like the dude from Smashing Pumpkins did that, right?
1: <laughs> oh, did he really?
0: He like, yeah, and I think it pissed off a lot of his bandmates because, like, for one of the things, he was like, I don't really need a drummer or a guitar player or a bass player. I can just record it all myself. And it God was their damn. most popular album ever. That's brutal. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Diving into Tame Impala. Let's do it. Um. So, as we said, they are from Perth in Australia. Um. They sort of started around 2007, 2008. And I remember, I actually, I'm going to get up and brag a little bit. I, w- I was one of their first fans in America. But I will tr- attribute it to one of my friends. One of my friends in high school was like, You have to listen to this new band. They sound like the Beatles. And I was like, Sweet. I love the Beatles. <laughs> he said um, they sound
1: like the Beatles? Yeah. They do not and sound you know like what? the Beatles.
0: Okay, wait a minute. Their first EP Mm -hmm. kind of did. Like, it was kind of psychedelic. It was psychedelic, right? Mm -hmm. It was definitely still rock. So it was kind of like that mid-Beatles, psychedelic, like, you know, Sgt. Pepper era slash Revolver Beatles vibe. Obviously not like a copycat, but... I believed it, and you know what? I really like the Beatles in high school and classic rock, and so that was my mm-hmm. gateway into Tame Impala.
1: I'm glad you listened to that EP because I didn't know it existed until just now. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm. I'm. There's song- some I'm,
0: really good songs on there.
1: I am definitely a Tame Impala fan, but I'm not like a super fan. Mm-hmm. I I like them a lot, and I've seen them live. I think once or twice. Mhm. Um, but they're not a band that I, I think a whole lot about outside of like when I'm listening to their music definitely sometimes the mood strikes me to listen to it, but yeah, I feel I very differently. I don't think I've ever done like a deep dive into them this will be this will be a good discovery episode for me,
0: yeah, no, and that first so that first e p which came out in two thousand eight, so definitely within our high school years mm-hmm. there are some really good songs um the whole EP is great. Um, Desire Be, Desire Go is good, and they re recorded that on their first full length yeah. album, but it's a different version. Oh, okay. Um, Half Full Glass of Wine is fantastic. 41 Mosquitoes Flying in Formation, also great.
1: And That's great. That's a fingers. great song name.
0: Yeah, right. Um, they're really. Yeah, those are like. Those three songs are great fantastic
1: just looking at it online it sounds like he posted these on myspace and that's how they became popular
0: dude it was a simpler time myspace and it's good because he lived in perth where you know (laughs) like i said it's in the middle of nowhere you have to cross the whole desert to get there so myspace really launched this whole band
1: they did early tours with the black keys yay sayer and mgmt like music and I, which I have
0: no idea who that is.
1: You're <laughs> You're you're not ready for UMI. Besides, so besides them, the only... I'm going to just go ahead and group Australia and New Zealand together because I'm not sure mm-hmm. if I remember exactly where they're from. But mm-hmm. the only other real like Australian slash New Zealand band that... Well, besides Flight of the Conchords uh, mm-hmm. that I'm a big fan of is uh, Architecture in Helsinki. Are they from New Zealand? Or Australia. <laughs> um, ACDC? Are the they most, really?
0: Yeah, the biggest Australian band probably ever. ever. Right? Yeah. That's all, that's that's my limit.
1: <laughs> there's probably others.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's gotta be. Right? Oh,
1: actually, one of those, from one of our earlier episodes, um, modern Daft Punk stuff, one of the bands that they were doing recent stuff with, um, as far as producing, they're Australian, I think. I don't remember what the band name, so uh, I think it was actually a really good song.
0: Alright. Yeah, there's not much down under. <laughs> I mean, the Didgeridoo Guys, that's kind of like its own oh, genre. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, here you go. This is a big Neil band. Jet.
1: They're Australian?
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. Nick Cave. He's Australian. Is he really? I definitely thought he was English.
1: I do not get any Australian vibe in, his, in Nick Cave's music. And also, no. I don't really get any Australian vibe in Tame Impala.
0: No, because when I think of Australian, I think of just like having a good time or
1: something, right? Just like kind of carefree. I think of anything outside can kill you. <laughs> so a lot of paranoia? yeah
0: okay there's actually a decent note okay empire of the sun kind of okay a I one can see them as australian yeah in excess big band in the 80s oh i, I forgot about this them. wolf mother oh okay one All great right. album yeah i definitely knew that uh okay as i scroll down the list there's definite- oh of course um uh we come from the land down under <laughs> Men Without Hats? Men Without Hats, yeah. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> That's obvious. So, I think Tame uh, Impala is definitely a solid number two or three as far as Australian bands.
0: Yeah, I would slot them behind AC... I mean, personally, I like them better than ACDC, but you can't... I do too. You can't disrespect ACDC like that.
1: No, no, I'll disrespect ACDC. I'm ranking oh. Tame Impala above ACDC.
0: But has, has Tame Impala ever come up with any music as profound as... Big balls
1: They You know what They have time They're at the <laughs> They're not at the They're only their on their career. first
0: lead, si- lead singer It's true <laughs> It's true Although oh, no, it's really A one man band So
1: And you know Yes ACDC gave us Thunderstruck Which is Simultaneously a great song And a great drinking game great drinking game Yeah But you know Who among us Hasn't had a great time Drinking to um. To Solitude is Bliss <laughs> Yeah. I know I have or
0: uh my favorite song to to drink to is Runaway Houses City Clouds.
1: Ah, yes. <laughs> um okay, so after Tame Impala EP, what did they do?
0: Okay, after the Tame Impala EP, they were definitely like I think had a lot of buzz on them. Um and then they released their debut full-length album, which is called Inner Speaker, in 2010. No, before um, that, there was um, Sundown Syndrome. Oh, so there was a single, Sundown Syndrome, which was definitely within the vibe of their EP, and definitely within their vibe of their EP, and to some extent, their album, too. Like, to me... Up to their first album they their music was pretty similar, like they had that just psychedelic rock kind of anchored in you know psychedelic guitar music from sixties or maybe early seventies mm-hmm. obviously, they've taken a turn since then to definitely be more modern, yeah, I guess like incorporate like music from the last 5 years or so. But um Sundown Syndrome, you know, kind of I think just they released it to carry on their success of their first EP and kind so, of
1: so like a transition between the sound of the first EP and the sound you hear on Inner Speaker.
0: Yeah, sort of. And and they're very similar to me. Um Yeah okay and so inner speaker came out in 2010 um jesus reco-
1: that's so long yeah, ago so when 10 you think years about it ago, that was 10 years almost
0: ago. 10 years ago may 21st
1: 2010 it still feels like a brand new album sometimes i know yeah it's weird that's just um it's because you're old that's true that's true yeah Our show would not be nearly as popular as, like, a series of segments on TikTok.
0: TikTok, uh, talking about uh,
1: whatever the hell new pop star there is. I can't even tell you any. Um, You know, there's Billie Eilish. Oh, she's Australian, isn't she? (laughs) Really? I think so. Or or from New Zealand. No, she's
0: American. She's from L.A. Ah, shit. It's pretty lame.
1: Wait, who's the one from Australia then?
0: Lord. <laughs> no, she's from New Zealand.
1: Okay, that, same thing, man. Same thing. God damn it. I, I get Billie Eilish and Lord confused, I gotta be honest.
0: One of them has been around for like
1: eight years. And the other yeah, but I not. haven't listened to either of them, so. <laughs> that's
0: true. Yeah, that's fair. Inner Speaker. What Inner a great speaker. album! great album um really not a bad song on it in my opinion some of them stood out more than others but the more you listen to it the more you like those other songs
1: that's true this is i think one of the first albums i mean not the first album but definitely one of the albums that i listened to a lot and wouldn't really distinguish between the songs on the album. I would like the songs would flow so well into each other that it would just be like yeah. all the the album as a package rather than each track has its own thing.
0: Definitely. And I yeah, I have a hard time distinguishing the names of songs unless I like try to sing them through to the chorus or something.
1: I think I can um, like identify every song on this except for Runway House's City Clouds because I don't know Okay, what that, that
0: is. song I didn't like it at first. But it's now one of my favorites. It starts, it's kind of like a fade in. So it starts really low volume. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it's just like a building vortex of like the guitar, like a guitar loop. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't, it's kind of like a lot of things on this album where there's like really good, a lot of guitar. And then his vocals are, have like that really cool echoed effect. That like make things seem really spaced out, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you should well, definitely check out that song.
1: I'll make a I'll I make a playlist of underappreciated Tame Impala songs, and that'll be number no one oh, yeah. on it. Oh yeah, I will add to that for sure. Um, what, I do what is remember like, song?
0: No, sorry. Go ahead. A favorite song on this. Uh, I so I do remember when, at this point, like I think Tame Impala had a lot of widespread recognition and a big fan base within like indie music listeners and outside of Perth but I remember in it actually took a while to build up I think but man I remember there was like a big commercial for I don't even remember what it was but it was it was a few years after this came out It may have been for, like, Captain Morgan or Bacardi or something. And they used the Bold Era of Time, which is a really cool song. Oh, that's a great song. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, when when you, if there's a song you know, and it's like, you really like it, but you know it's not super popular, and then you see it on a, and you know it's awesome, you see it on a commercial, you know it's going to blow up, right? So I think they, (laughs) I think they, I mean, I don't know i think that did contribute to their blow up to mainstream in some way
1: i'm trying to here i'm looking it up right now um it says i think it's for a tequila
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 1800 tequila
1: 1800 tequila is yeah. that why i like 1800 tequila i think so probably Got So, yeah. Favorite song on the album? What would it be? Um, and this is always such a hard question. I understand when I'm asking this question. that this is like, it's like you know, choose which one of these kids you want to live.
0: <laughs> Another Sophie's choice of Tame Impala. Um. All right. I'll give you. I'll give you my top three. Okay. Um, alter ego. Huh. Lucidity. And Expectation.
1: Wow. Okay. Very different than my top three. Go for it. Um, Bold Arrow of Time. Great song. Jeremy Storm. Oh. And Solitude is Bliss.
0: Interesting. That is very different from mine.
1: Lucidity, though, is a great song. It is a great song. Again, all of these are pretty much great songs. But... It, if I had to pick only really one,
0: not my favorite.
1: Oh, I love "I Don't Really Mind."
0: I don't really mind.
1: Yeah, that's okay, what it sounds like. <laughs> um, my number one is probably Jeremy Storm. Oh wow! That's the one. Huh? That's the one that goes like. No, that's "Bold Arrow of Time." That's my number one. Is probably "Bold Arrow of Time." Yeah. <laughs> jeremy storm
0: is like oh another
1: great song yeah however now knowing what jeremy storm is (laughs) i'm gonna replace that on my top three with uh lucidity (laughs) nice good choice all right so that's the inner speaker era is there anything else to say about that
0: um it was great era great era great time great time to be alive great time
1: after that did they do anything before their next album um i honestly not that
0: i know of
1: besides touring um, what are these artists doing in the time like and besides touring and becoming like creative and coming up with what the sound is going to be like what do you do with your with your days in the time in the four years it takes you to make the next album you have to look for inspiration. So they're and just you smoking a lot? a lot of drugs. Yeah, my god, good for him. That's what you do. I know
0: he also. Um, I think during this time, he had he was like had a relationship with this uh, like the lead singer of this other band called Melody's Echo Chamber, <laughs> which actually no seriously actually has some good stuff out there. Like, I've only listened to one of their albums. Um, I think it was their first one. Yeah, it's called Melody's Echo Chamber.
1: I mean, uh, maybe they're a good band, solid. but um, it's hard and to get he, over that name. That's not even he, an African animal. He produced it. <laughs>
0: and she's from France. Oh, my God. <laughs> um. So that was... I. You know, that may have been kind of like what he was doing in between. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think that probably kept... That was probably a lot of his time. Yeah, he was probably doing Melody. Yeah. Also the name of a great uh, Serge Gainsbourg album, And Melody, which is also very disgusting.
1: Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Lonerism was uh, was 2012. I thought it was 2014. So he was only doing no. that for two years.
0: Yeah, so touring was most of that. Okay, probably. yeah, that's
1: enough. To, that's just a tour then. Yeah. Okay, Lonerism. How do you feel about it? I love it. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. I concur.
0: <laughs> I think I like it more than Inner Speaker. I do too. It's my. It's. I think it's my favorite
1: of their. Um, their albums. I yeah, I think so too. And actually, you said this a couple of years ago, um, and I think it's very true. The first Tame Impala album you listen to, that's always going to be your favorite one. And that's not always true for every band, mm-hmm. but I think for for Tame Impala, it definitely is. I don't know why that is, but there's nothing I mean, like there's nothing like lonerism on the rest of their track on the rest of their album. No,
0: and honestly, like their like lonerism is definitely very different from inner speaker, mm-hmm. but is more in, and then you know, each other subsequent album has been really different. Yeah. Like it seems like they're making the progression somewhere. And so wherever you drop in and if you really like it, that's kind of your litmus test for what a good Tame Impala album should be. But then you'll listen to something else and be like, what the hell? This is totally different. Like, but this is but then weird. it'll
1: creep up on you. Right. Cause it'll like, for me just jumping ahead, um, Currents a couple mm-hmm. of years later I listened to at when it came out and I was like, Okay, this is fine, but it's not it's not lonerism. But yeah. now and like there were there weren't really any songs on it that I would listen to and be like, Wow, this is like an amazing song. Mm-hmm. But now several years after Currents came out, when I listened to Let It Happen, I'm like fucking A yes, Let It Happen. It's amazing. This is yeah, one no, of the I best songs ever created.
0: I think you're kind of just, like, shocked at first, like, what the hell? This is, like, not at all what I expected. And then as it sinks in, you're like, this
1: is pretty damn good. And jumping ahead again to the slow rush, I'm feeling that exact same way right now with this album.
0: Yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I will continue to listen to it, like, for a long time and really enjoy it. But back to Lonerism. So good. Uh, Great. Name of an album, I guess. It's true. I think he's. I think he's definitely um, an introspective person, and I mean, his second album is called Lonerism. One of his <laughs> first big singles was "Solitude Is Bliss," so I think he likes being alone.
1: I I get that. Yeah. The music. Being
0: alone can be great.
1: Yeah, it can. It can and bliss. Like, I love being around other people. Um, for posterity, right now we're recording this during the COVID nineteen outbreak. When there's, there uh, still are
0: other people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when like you know we're not nothing is as social as it used to be. For now, yeah. Like one day it'll go back to you know being around other people, but it's it's very much. Um, God, what am I even trying to say? The music is is like great music to listen to with others but it Mm -hmm. also really speaks to me when i'm just by myself listening to it i'm like this album was made for me listening to this by myself right now right i don't know that's it just it just feels like someone reached into my isolation and like made a sonic version of it and i love it
0: that's how i feel too and honestly like this is something i would wanted to talk about later but I have enjoyed this music so much just listening through headphones or on my speakers at home. Yeah. And I will tell you that I've seen them live a couple times and been, like, not, like, thrilled. I was like, I was all right. It was basically just, like, it was basically just, like, listening to the album with a lot of people around me. (laughs)
1: I don't know, um, I, I, I think I saw them with you once or twice
0: Yeah, with the Flaming Lips too With the
1: Flaming Lips, yeah But then I saw them again last summer um, This was in between Currents and the Slow Rush They had just released um, maybe one or two singles They a released singles. Borderline and Patience and We yeah. all knew there was an album coming But there wasn't a new album at the time It was just them touring and like playing their old stuff And those two new singles And it was great, that was one of my favorite concerts Really? Yeah
0: they were supposed to, I mean, again, in March, they, I think they were probably the first concert canceled at the big, like, the big arena in San Francisco. Like, it was like March Damn. 13th or something. Friday you was know sad.
1: People who were going to go to that concert are now going to instead be listening to this podcast, and this is what they get. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Corona. Um, lonerism. Again, best songs, or this is an even harder album to like pick the best songs off of. It's
0: an even harder album. Um, I, so my original favorite songs were Why Won't They Talk To Me, which I still like. And I used to think it was about aliens, but now (laughs) I think it's just about uh, people not talking to you, (laughs) which is less cool. (laughs) Uh, I also really like keep on lying, but I'll tell you, lately, my my favorite have been the first three. If you play, play them in order, they really go into each other really well. And of those, I really like the second one a lot, Endor's Trois. Alright, I'm glad you maybe, said it out loud,
1: because I have no idea how to say it. Though. I don't know how you say it. That's probably wrong. It's probably French. No, I'm going to go with Endor. Trois. It's like
0: Endor, Trois. the moon... <laughs> in Star Wars where the Ewoks live
1: just a big Star Wars fan (laughs) Kevin Parker
0: Um, who knows he may be but um, really love that song I also really like Be Above It like that's a great way to start an album just like the whispering
1: what a yeah for sure what a like a fantastic start to an album so good I don't think this was the first song that he played when I uh, that anytime I've seen him live but it should be that would be a fantastic yeah. way to start a concert.
0: It is great. Yeah. All right, um, what about you?
1: I'll I'll give you mine in a sec. The um there what's the name that um one of our other co-hosts uh Jake Michael he he like three songs in an album he he occasionally like finds them in a row, right?
0: Oh yeah, dude, I I always look for those too. If this you have is, three in a row, yeah, yeah, no, to me, that uh, the first three are... Be Above
1: It, Ender's Toa, and Apocalypse Dreams are yeah, like a and, great three-song... Uh, and you
0: have to be thing. sure that they're great. Like, if you have doubt about any of them, <laughs> it's out. It's not, it doesn't count.
1: No, no, this is, these are definitely, these definitely qualify. Um, yeah. I don't, actually, going back to Inner Speaker, I don't know if there's any three-song group on that. No, there's not. Um, okay, so my top three on Lonerism, I definitely agree with Be Above It. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to skip under swan Apocalypse Streams. I'm going to go to Feels Like We Only Go Backwards. Great song. And Elephant.
0: Nice. Also a good song. Th- so those last two, to me, were like the biggest breakout songs for them. Yeah. And like, again, this those was my were first big. album
1: that like I got really into them on. Right. So that's probably why cuz those were the singles, I think.
0: To me, uh when this came out, I was kind of a jerk and I didn't I was like I don't like those popular songs. But um it's really hard to deny how great those songs are. Like, yeah, especially Elephant, I don't know. It's just like you feel so cool when you're listening to it.
1: Yeah. Right? It's it's such a it's such a fucking banger and I don't yeah. know why.
0: Well, um, like my favorite lyrics from that are like uh like he dropped the mirror of his Cadillac cuz he doesn't like the feeling like he's <laughs> looking back. <laughs> That's such often. a
1: classic line. That's such <laughs> so a cool, cool line. Yeah. I also just like the I anytime I listen to this song, I just have an image in my head. Of just a big ass elephant Walking Walking through Across the savannah <laughs> Nothing like, can stop around to this music Being like fuck yeah. yeah I'm an elephant This is my jam Yeah Yeah And that's probably not what he intended But you know what That is what I'm gonna picture Until the day I die
0: I think that's what he Like this is He named his band after a savannah animal So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that is what it's about <laughs> It's this Question is Is it an African elephant Or an Indian elephant Oof Maybe he's spreading it around the world. His Maybe. wildlife.
1: I got. I think it's an African elephant.
0: Yeah, it's bigger. Yeah, it's more badass. Eh, debatable. Less people ride them.
1: That's true. Um, okay, so after lonerism, Uh there was. A they, want a album?
0: <laughs> they apparently won a grammy for lonerism what they won a grammy for lonerism
1: did they there's there's like a scratching noise on is that me or you
0: no that's probably me i just uh
1: spilled a little bit of beer onto my <laughs> you spilled a little bit of what
0: beer into my headphone
1: <laughs> oh no <laughs> you want to clean it off and no, then we'll keep going
0: I think my other recording headphone is fine.
1: Oh, is it? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Alright. Okay, so after Lonerism... Oh, you said they won a Grammy? Yeah.
0: Not that anyone cares about that.
1: Uh, I'm sure the artists care about it. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. No? I don't think so. I don't think so. So after lonerism. Currents. <laughs> what are your impressions of currents?
1: Um, holy shit. Sorry, I'll go back to currents in a second. Reading the Wikipedia article on uh, Tame Impala, the current section. Prior to this, Parker had been touring with Tame Impala and working on other musical projects, including mm-hmm. including his disco-funk band, Triple A Aardvark Get Down Services. Whoa!
0: Do you think Why have I better? never
1: heard of Triple A Aardvark Get Down Services? <laughs> they're not on Spotify. I'm never going to hear them. Oh, maybe
0: they're just like. Uh, maybe they just, you know, go and melt down a place like they just play live
1: maybe that's what um you're not a big uh, Tokyo Police Club guy right
0: no I don't like how they spell Tokyo you don't like
1: they how spell they it spelled? normally yeah they spell it normally alright I was thinking of uh, Neo Tokyo or something Neo Okio oh Neo Yokio the uh Neo Yokyo. the Jaden
0: <laughs> yeah
1: Oh god! Um, I actually
0: don't mind. I've been confusing those two for years.
1: Oh Jesus! Um, Yeah, Tokyo Police Club. The lead singer does a similar thing. He has a band called Max. That Mm. I cannot. I've been looking, but I cannot find their music anywhere online. They just they just tour in small venues in Canada.
0: Do they write their own music, or is it like? I think so. I think it's sort of
1: like a crappy, like. New metal... Not new metal. um, I don't know. Indie, but just like a dude with his guitar kind of playing bad music type of indie. Mm. But I don't know. I'll never hear them.
0: Yeah. They could be the best band ever. They could be. But But they're just not into commercial stuff, man. (laughs) Currents. Currents. Definitely a big departure from all of their previous music. Yes. They gave up a lot of guitar stuff and really focused on synthesizers
1: um they knew they needed a click
0: (laughs) it's the sound of the future (laughs) exactly that's funny i listened to that a couple days ago (laughs) my name is pietro diana but people just know me as pietro (laughs) <laughs> uh, uh, yeah so this was a big departure but they came out like the first single was let it happen which is like pretty epic song yeah it's
1: seven minutes like, and 48 seconds and it's actually i don't know
0: that i don't know that many first songs on album that are over seven minutes long it's and a bold statement. Good. yeah yeah
1: I I think it's a um oh we skipped the live versions album. I don't know yeah. if there's anything to say about it though.
0: I think there are a lot of the same songs played live. <laughs> I've well, listened to it a couple times. It's it's all right.
1: Yeah, it's no live 2007. It's definitely not,
0: which is interesting because like to me there he's re- like Kevin Parker is really good as a producer too and Mm -hmm. like knows how to make an interesting recording but that's so that's my opinion you have a different opinion like it doesn't translate the same when you play it live Mm -hmm. the interesting thing is daft punk have figured it out and like can have a great friggin show um just like remixing their songs and daft punk if you're listening alive 2027 has got to happen
1: Listen, I'm I I will I would love to be optimistic for you, but I gotta be honest. I don't think either member of Daft Punk is listening to this podcast. <laughs> no No They're too busy prepping for twenty twenty seven. Oh, uh, that'd be great. Uh, we'll see. Okay, so currents. Um it was definitely a stark departure. And as I said earlier in the episode, um, took it took a little time to grow on me. Yeah. But, you know, a, a lot of the great bands, they do this, right? They sort Change of up. blow up the formula and the next album. It has to be something that creatively inspires them. And what's going to creatively inspire someone besides doing something completely different? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I get it. I get it
0: too. And I definitely like it. It's not my favorite. Um, yeah, Lunar is my favorite. Yeah. But, I mean, I think there's a lot of... like. I think I did like it initially, and there are some some great songs on it. Such as? Oh, let it happen. Yeah. Okay, I'll say this. Like, my favorite song on this album, I'm pretty sure is 99% of the population's least favorite song on this album. Hit me. What? Is I've it? been. Um. Past life.
1: In a past life? Yeah. It's not a bad song, it's not my favorite song.
0: It's the one where he he's talks in, like, the distorted voice.
1: Oh. I was, yeah. picking, up, I was picking up
0: my clothes from the dry cleaners Thursday. <laughs> pretty typical. <laughs> I just think it's so funny.
1: That's your favorite song on this album? That's my favorite song by far. Like, if you had to pick one song and you could never listen to any of these other songs again, it would be Past Life? Yeah. Wow. Not even close. <laughs> okay. See right. a lot of people you know? I gotta disagree do, with uh, you on that. I I mean that's not in my top three.
0: Alright, what's in your top three? Well
1: what are the what are the rest of your top three?
0: Okay. Um let it happen. Yeah. And p- 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 probably eventually.
1: Yeah. I agree with that. Um Sorry, I agree with your top three, but they're not <laughs> my top three. Um, uh, this is for some reason harder than the other albums, mm-hmm. and I think probably because it's more recent. Yeah, and I think although I've it's five years ago, I know, but it it's feels like recent. it's new. It's more recent than Lonerism. Um, yeah, and I think when I've seen them play live, all the times have been in. Well, not, yeah. Most of the times have been in the, uh, touring cycle past Currents.
0: Interesting, because I don't think, uh, I've, I have not seen them. (laughs) I guess I haven't seen them since probably 2014 or 2013. Uh, So I've never seen this live.
1: Okay. I got, um, Let It Happen is a great song. And it is amazing to see live and you gotta see them. But mm-hmm. the less I know the better is a better song than Let It Happen. Really? I think so. I think it's a better constructed awesome. song. Like if if you had to choose between listening to those two, which one would you choose?
0: Let uh let it happen.
1: Well, you know, it's okay to be wrong. <laughs>
0: well, okay, so let me this is this is definitely where tried to create i i think tried to craft more like pop songs like to me the less i know the better is a great pop song and so is like the moment um you know what i mean like if you could create like a really good pop song that wasn't just some like bullshit corporate like thing about love or Uh whatever or like partying or something um, it would be this. Like, this is actually cool, and you could play it on the radio, and it sounds great, and it's really catchy, mm-hmm. but it's not just like some cotton candy crap.
1: Maybe, but I, I think that sonically, I just like it better than Let It Happen.
0: Hmm. But then you like where it starts to skip and Let It Happen.
1: Yes. No. I like them both a lot. They're like my top two songs on the album for sure. Past Life is like way down there. <laughs> well, number 13. Definitely number 13. Actually, Love Paranoia is number 13. Yeah, number 12.
0: Um, <laughs> I told you, everyone makes fun of me, but.
1: I'm not making fun of you. Time you know. will,
0: you know, time will prove me right.
1: No, well, Rolling um, Stones
0: 100. 100- <laughs> greatest songs of 20 of
1: of the century oh god it's gonna be like number six well this because this is the last music that is made the last music ever comes out in 2020 and then it's just the 80 years of the covid war <laughs> um
0: there would be some good songs from the covid war
1: yeah made on like sticks and really <laughs> eilish um, <Shuffleboard. laughs> yeah okay my number three is uh new person same old mistakes Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great album. That's a...
0: Uh, right? I think so. I'm like a brand new person. You know who covered that? Who? Rihanna.
1: All right, so my number on one three of her is uh, Eventually. <laughs> no, So okay, one of my I, old I... co-hosts,
0: Jake, <laughs> tried to get me into Rihanna by telling me that she covered Tame and Paula on her album.
1: You say old co-host, but I, I think Jake will come back for episodes here and there. Over my dead body. <laughs> um, no, I don't. Uh, I still, New Person, Same Old Mistakes is still my number yeah. three.
0: It's a great song.
1: Yeah. I gotta give, uh, so I'll add Past Life to um to the prior song from this episode that's on their underappreciated list and see what I think. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, I made a playlist. Oh, nice. I'll, I'll forward it to you
1: and then between currents and the slow rush what were they up to
0: honestly um i don't think much as tame and paula themselves but i know that he actually did a lot like he did some work producing for people okay um so like he got really so again like into pop and hip hop mm-hmm. i mean like I said, Rihanna covered his song. Um, he like collaborated with the rapper Travis Scott, and. Um, oh, thanks for. Coming I can tell me. you, that I was watched the like,
1: producer Travis Scott.
0: No. If you watch the uh, Travis Scott documentary on Netflix, he makes an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> I walked in when I was on vacation with my friends, and I was like, "What the hell are you watching?" And they're like, "Travis Scott documentary." I was like, "All right." But then he was on it, which is cool, and he was just, he didn't really say much. But, uh, yeah, so, I think he's really popular among, like, pop and some, like, hip-hop artists. All
1: right. He oh, collaborated you know with SZA. He... And
0: Theophilus London, I forgot about that. I was
1: about to say, um, that Theophilus kind of like an indie London rapper. collabs... I listen to those a lot, actually, because I, I like. like it. They are very good. I liked Theophilus London a lot. Um, yeah. And only you is an amazing song.
0: That's their that's their collaboration thing.
1: They they have two collabs. Um, they do only you and Whiplash. But okay. Of those two, and they're both on Theophilus London's Twenty Twenty album. But you know, I thought uh, I thought they were released as their own thing as well.
0: Hmm. As Dio Impala, yes,
1: that's what it was.
0: Dio
1: Impala. Only you is um, amongst the best Tame Impala tracks, despite not being Kevin Parker on lead vocals. real Tame Impala. That's yep. got to be on the
0: playlist. <laughs> okay, so... Um, what, a month or two ago? I think it was about six weeks ago. Tame Impala released their latest album, The Slow Rush. About, like, five years between albums.
1: Um, and that's which the really didn't feel like that outbreak, one. Right?
0: Yeah. It didn't feel like that long. I guess that just speaks to the replayability of their music or the forget, you know, the, the fact that we forgot about them
1: completely. They were touring and stuff, they were doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's
0: true. Um, so, what are your thoughts on this album?
1: Um, if this was the last album I bought on vinyl before um, mm. the apocalypse shut down record stores.
0: Special Place in Your Heart? Yeah.
1: It's interesting.
0: <laughs> what do you mean?
1: I haven't... I, so I haven't listened to it enough for it to dig its the spot out in my heart that their other mm-hmm. albums have. But yeah. I've listened to it enough that I know that it will eventually get there.
0: Yeah, I think that's right.
1: One More Year is... Yeah. Um, <sighs> I don't know, maybe you like it more because you liked um, past life more, but one more year and one more hour. Hey, you know what, hold on.
0: Just because, there's a big difference between those two. One of them is good and the other isn't, okay?
1: Five years from now, past life and one more year are going to be your top two I'm telling
0: you, past life is going to age well and you guys are all going to say how sorry you are.
1: You're getting real defensive about past life, man. Uh Okay, no, so One okay, More Year so, and One More Hour are thematic sequels, yeah. Yep. And they are good songs to listen to. And I like listening to the album. They uh I don't know. They're not the ones that I go to on the album that I'm like I like I would like to listen to this song all the way through.
0: I like One More Hour better, but yeah. to me it's like it's kind of intense It's not when you're like I just want to like Listen to something to feel good Like I would not Choose that I would choose like Thunderstruck or something
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why This album Entirely gives me Like a Blade Runner vibe
0: Oh interesting
1: Or like a Blade that's Runner pretty... 2049 vibe
0: Oh ah, that's cool I've never thought about Like what it reminds me of I don't know I mean, it, it will always probably remind me a little bit of this really weird time <laughs> that we're living in.
1: I don't know. I see, to um, me, I associate it with the time before. the current. Just before? Yeah, yeah, that
0: may be true. Like, right the last time that things were normal.
1: The, there are a few albums that I was listening to before all the shit hit the fan. It was this. It was the new Destroyer album, Ooh. and um, which is just fantastic, and you should absolutely to listen, listen to that. To that. Um, and what else? Actually, funnily enough, I was listening to... Did you watch John Mulaney's uh, most recent Netflix special?
0: Special or the cartoon thing?
1: Not the cartoon thing, like the children's special?
0: No, no, I didn't.
1: It's really good, and David Byrne is on it. Oh, really? I love yeah, David Byrne. Yeah, David. so does John Mulaney. And so John Mulaney oh, reached out to David Byrne to like do a musical performance... Whoa. and to like be on it in a couple of sketches, and he did.
0: Oh my god, i really definitely sp- watch
1: that. <laughs> no, it's, it's fantastic, and you should watch it. And over the credits of the Sean Mulaney special, uh, Tiny Apocalypse by David Byrne plays, mm-hmm. and I was listening to that a lot. And I've been thinking about that a lot in the last week, that I was listening <laughs> to Tiny, Tiny Apocalypse. Apocalypse before this happened. <laughs> and yeah. I think, karmically, he I might have it. brought this on us. <laughs>
0: you costless
1: <laughs> but yeah uh, um, all right that's cool so on this album right now my favorite song is borderline patient the single was not included on this album which I find meaningful. there were
0: some good singles like that was a good single um, yeah and borderline was like a definitely like a remix of the single version right
1: yeah that's true it sounds slightly different
0: it's different um okay so for me um okay my favorite i definitely have a standout favorite for sure and i think unlike the last album i think a lot of people okay one person i've talked to agrees with me um on track Uh uh-huh that song is dope it is so good
1: This is another album that I've pretty much listened to in on block. What does on track sound like?
0: Um, so the main recognizable part is strictly speaking, I'm still on track. But when I say track, there's like a huge bass drop at the same time. And you're like,
1: whoa, that, oh, you know what? I do remember this. This is a good song. It is
0: a good song. Um, so to me, my I, I really like the second half of this album. And I really like On Track. I like Lost in Yesterday. Lost in
1: Yesterday, yes, that's a great song. It's
0: really good. I like Is It True? Um, and I like It Might Be Time. And it's interesting because like Lost in Yesterday through It Might Be Time definitely, again, like feel like kind of like pop songs. Um, but they're really friggin' good. Um, one of them has like not the reggae horn, but like the cousin to the reggae horn, where it's like woo, like a siren in it, which is really weird.
1: Um, I gotta be honest, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> a reggae horn? Yeah, what's a reggae horn sound like?
0: <laughs>
1: oh, the horn that's in all the the DJ, like yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: DJ Khaled. No, I don't think he has a reggae horn, but, like, you get Not the yet. shitty
1: little mini DJs playing around the clubs in the city. Like, yeah. DJ Mouse Track.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Top yeah. three songs? Uh,
0: top three songs, that's a good... This is definitely still preliminary. I mean, top one at this point is definitely on track. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably put lost in yesterday in this And Mm -hmm. then it might be time Okay It might be time to face it
1: What does breathe deeper sound like? I have no idea I'm gonna go borderline Lost in yesterday And I think breathe deeper
0: Okay But
1: you, uh, you don't know what it sounds like Give me one sec <laughs> yeah, breathe deeper. That is a good song. Yeah, that's a great song.
0: Boom, boom, boom. I think that we. W- I think that this album will stand the test of time.
1: I think honestly, this will end up being better than Currents. Yeah, maybe. Because there's a lot I of songs. I think it will definitely be as good. Currents, and there's a lot of songs that I listen to. And they just feel like they're trying really hard. Yes, I'm changing and Because I'm a Man. They're good songs, but I, they they feel like they're trying really fucking hard.
0: I kind of like Because I'm a Man, only <laughs> because it's trying too hard.
1: <laughs>
0: Cause I'm a, like, it's it's a weird song that anyone would sing that, but at least in this time. Like, I could see <laughs> that being like an old-timey song. Um, But you know what's interesting? Like... I have heard, and by heard I mean going on Reddit Indie Heads that a lot of people consider Currents to be their favorite and Paula song. I mean album because I mean like you said, right, it was the first album that they listened to, so that is it it, it passes the test of whatever is your first album you listen to will be your favorite. Mm-hmm. But it's actually like a younger generation who is like, again, the Billie Eilish generation. I don't know. It may even be older than that. I'm, I don't know what the young people like. But I think it more that, you know, that kind of music, um, more electronic, is more accessible to younger generations than like guitar based music. Again, this is based on nothing because I don't know any <laughs> young people um
1: yeah i think that's fair what do I, cool young people listen to i mean i don't know why you're asking me
0: <laughs> aren't any of your patients like uh cool and young they uh, uh, are either cool or they're young
1: uh, don't do drugs <laughs> kids <laughs> Kevin Parker gave an interview to NME recently, mm-hmm. where he talks about how much he uh, loves Alex Turner. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow! Throwing back to our most popular episode. of I all know.
1: Time. That's why I did it to you know get that. <laughs> uh, for for those of you who don't understand, for some reason, and I don't think I I, I don't think anyone anyone really knows why. But our Arctic Monkeys episode, which is maybe our our third or fourth episode ever, is our most popular episode. Like by
0: four times.
1: 4X, the next best. (laughs) I can't figure out why. I think people just really like Arctic Monkeys. Well, you know what the good thing is? Um, Now
0: a lot of podcast services allow you to search the actual words that we're saying. So the more that we say Arctic Monkeys or Alex Turner in theory, the more popular episode should be.
1: But that would require so, us to transcribe our episodes.
0: We can just let the computer do that.
1: <laughs> Arctic Monkeys. Arctic Monkeys. If you say it one more Alex time, Fair. Alex Turner appears behind you in a mirror. Ah, he's, he's changing his sound again for the next album. <laughs> Maybe that okay that actually is a legitimate link between Arctic Monkeys and Tame Impala, yeah. They've changed a lot. Yeah, except for between Interspeaker Speaker and Lonerism, every album I was is say, entirely I different.
0: Arctic Monkeys have are the gold standard for changing their sound for sure.
1: As a follow up to our Arctic Monkeys episode from over <laughs> a year ago at this point, have you Probably listened like to the fifth album anymore? No. <laughs> Got <never. to> it. <laughs> It's I've so listened good. to their other albums.
0: I've listened. To, I was uh, shopping for shoes a couple months ago, and I heard a song at the store from "Suck It and See," which got me back into that album, which I always thought was the most underappreciated
1: album of theirs. I I don't know tranquility. And in fact, base, it was
0: the song "Suck It and See."
1: Okay, great song, great album, but
0: you think th- tranquility? I
1: think tranquility Bass is more underrated all. than that.
0: No, I think it's rated where it needs to be.
1: <laughs> it's definitely their worst album.
0: It's just like a... I mean, it's like a elevator music album. Okay, it's like lounge music, right? Yeah, but
1: that was the theme. That was the point.
0: It doesn't have to... I mean, it could be the point, but it may not be a good point.
1: But that was what they wanted to do, man.
0: Maybe they were wrong.
1: I don't know how this became an Arctic Monkeys episode <laughs> but four out of because five is that's a great how we get song. listeners Tranquility Base Hotel & Casino is a great song. Um Star Treatment's a great song. And uh mm. and that's it. <laughs> All right, is there anything else we um, need to say about uh Team Impala?
0: I don't think so. I mean uh alternative Tame Paula Offshoots, aka like affiliated acts. Pond, really good uh, psychedelic rock band from Perth, Australia, mm-hmm. which is also the, um, you know, a lot of the guys who actually play the music in this band for live shows and stuff, are the guys from Pond. And I believe Kevin Parker has um, played on a lot of their albums. So they are out there, they have a lot of albums, um, way more than Tame Impala, um, and they probably have stuck more to what Tame Paula originally was, rather than morph into something different, sonically. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are out there. Um, other than that, I mean, not, not much else for Tame Paula. Um, I'm excited
1: to see what they do next Um, I think The slow rush is going to really really grow on me Over the years Mm -hmm. And I'm excited for the point that I'm excited to listen all the way through To all the songs on the album Because right now I'm not I
0: know. Yeah I feel the same way Okay so I realized that we were missing something In at least our last episode Probably because of the hiatus But Um which two African animals <laughs> <laughs> on the savannah, if
1: they had a baby, would be the best African animal? Like, to name a band after, or just the best African animal?
0: Uh, to name a band after.
1: Ah, okay. Um, that's, a, that's a really good question. Um, I think I would have to go with the crocophant. Ooh, I like that. How
0: about you? Um, I'm going to go with Pangolin Hyena. The And what would the name of that be? Pangolin Hyena.
1: <laughs> you know what? Just one no, next to pa- the other. P- pangolins, no. Pa- pangolins are next to bats in my hierarchy of <laughs> shit that should not be in wet markets
0: They're a one-two punch You couldn't it. do it without You know, unless they're together, right? <laughs> uh God Okay, we, we also missed last week's so Of the best two plagues okay. If you can combine They have been at the same time it Would be the best plague
1: Best in terms of like most or like fun? Pandemic or most, Okay, pandemic I, uh, You go first
0: <laughs> all right i'm gonna go with um whew, this is a good one uh i'm gonna go obviously the bubonic plague mm-hmm. you can forget all the great buboes out there <laughs> um and to combine with that i think i would go with um jungle fever
1: okay that's fair um i wait would go... can i change that yes yellow fever <laughs> 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 well done <laughs> um i would go with um ebola and pandemic the board game
0: Ooh. It's a good board game to play while you're suffering from Ebola.
1: <laughs>
0: Just don't touch the board after.
1: And that's our Tame Impala episode. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, we will see you next time. Good boy. Um, oh, another potential option would have been... Um, if we have, like, wild animal noises it's like man you're impala that's uh that's way too wild it could also be a chevy impala that's true we could have like a chevy impala hitting a wild impala and that tames the yeah. impala
0: oh i like that where do we, we just have get to our turn our that into frame. audio
1: now this will be a good end credit stinger